Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hey y'all, it's Alante, and you're listening to Black and in Grad School, the podcast that helps women and people of color like you excel in this journey. If you're listening, I believe you are an aspiring or current scholar who wants to successfully navigate this process by sharing my experience while pursuing my PhD and interviewing other black graduate students or early career professionals, it is my hope that you can glean encouragement, advice, and strategies that you can apply to your journey. Thanks for listening. What's up, y'all? It's Alante with another episode of Black and in Grad School. And today... I'm excited to be sharing a letter to my younger self. Yep, I turned 31 a couple weeks ago. Oh my God. And I typically commemorate another birthday with some sort of lesson, some sort of um, reflection as I, you know, enter a new year. Well, the when I turned 30, I had a list of 29 things when I turned, no, I'm sorry, when I turned 20, yeah, when I turned 28 or 29, I had 29 things. It was a lot. Um, so admittedly school and life, I feel like made it so where I don't know if I could necessarily pull like 30 lessons from the last year, but I mean, definitely there were some major points and, I felt like a letter to myself still was a good way to commemorate it, um, but to put that down because it was putting pressure on me. Like, I need to have 30 things that I learned last year and I don't have them, so I'm stressed. But I felt like this, again, was a good alternative to that. And if I enjoy this, I might use it um, moving forward. So first, as usual, I'm going to start with my lesson from the trap. This week is pretty straightforward and simple I was trying to think of a song that just really um felt appropriate for a letter to myself and what came to mind was um Soulmate by Lizzo it is on her last album um by the way but you didn't know Lizzo is my cousin but I digress <laughs> not for real but kind of so um I really really loved that song and everything about it like the essence of it and then of course the lyrics but the essence is like it's kind of it has like these beats and it's like a little it's not a ballad but I feel like it has like the kind of notes of a ballad too like a little bit of it and so I just love like also the duality of the song and I feel like that also represents me and who I am and how I think and how I feel and then of course the lyrics um the chorus goes I'm my own soulmate I know how to love me I know I'm gonna always hold me down and that I feel like was really this last year and even in my reflection you know I feel like I recognize I've kind of always tried to do what was in my best interest um even when it looked different or I wasn't even aware of it so 
or like had the awareness, the self-awareness that like I'm really doing what's in my best interest more. So I'm like, I just can do this and I'm just not. So um, I really like, like that song. And I feel like even with grad school, something that to me, um, grad school has given me an opportunity to do is really reflect on self. And, you know, the graduate school experience is very, um, it's isolated. And as a result, it's just very much so you versus you in a way. And I think that has been for me useful in my personal development. Um, even though I might not always be a fan of it and I, I sometimes miss the camaraderie of like doing things with a bunch of people. However, I um, have a deeper appreciation, I feel like, for myself because I've been literally forced to spend so much time with myself as a result. And so I just felt like even that I'm always going to hold me down has never been more true um, since the last year. And yeah, so that's why this it's this week's lesson from the trap. It felt like it really set the tone for today's letter. Gonna do at the end of the episode is share some tips and advice if you're interested in writing a letter to yourself, you know, maybe around your birthday or just because you are, you know, the mood strikes and you wonder what you would think. Um, To give some context to my letter, I decided to write a letter to my 23 year old self. So I was 23 when I was finishing my degree at ANT. Um, and I found like this picture of me and my mom and my stepdad at my graduation. I was so excited. Um, at the time, our first lady, Michelle Obama was my, was a keynote speaker for my graduation, which was like amazing. And me and some of my, all my homegirls graduated together, like a bunch of my Detroit girls and my line sisters and other AKA like Neo shout out to my girls. Um, and so I really, you know, I had already been admitted into this program. And so I knew I was going off to get, you know, this master's PhD. And I was actually engaged. Um, but we'll talk about that in the <laughs> in the letter as well. And I don't know, it just felt like my life was just like on this little perfect path. I'd found a dog. And it was like, I wanted to be Sean Freeze, but she was an American Eskimo white fluffy dogs that are like medium sized, literally the, you know, equivalent of what I wanted. And so I had my, you know, my fiance, my dog, this program, and, you know, I was finishing school and I was going to a really good, you know, graduate program with fully funded. It just felt like I was just checking off a lot of boxes and I was feeling really, really confident. And at that time, I also was heavily involved in my church. I really do like appreciate the church home I had at that time. I don't know. I was just in this like very... My headspace was just like, everything's perfect, you know, like I got the school, I got the boy, I got the dog, you know, it's just picture perfect kind of, and things took a turn very quickly, but I'm not, I'm going to just go into the letter now, but I just kind of want to like give that preface so that when I start my letter, you like know where I'm at. I'm 23, just finishing my bachelor's degree. So Alante, you are about to embark on one hell of a journey, girl. 23 and so much life has already been lived and there is so much to go. I want to highlight something in you off the bat, your courage. You move through certain things with what may look like no fear 
from the outside, but really it's a lack of consideration of what is to be feared, but it's a beautiful thing. You didn't know it then, but breaking off your bootleg engagement that summer before you started your master's program was probably one of the first of many bold steps and provided some really good practice for life ahead. I believe now that that decision helped you slash us understand it's okay to choose a different but maybe less predictable path because you did the same thing when you left Illinois. There you had a path to this goal, this PhD laid out right in front of you and you could have kept going. You could have held your breath and endured all that unhappiness in exchange for that goal, but you decided it wasn't worth it. You thought then and know now that life is hard, but you don't have to be miserable. So thank you for making that decision, girl. While this journey to this goal has its struggles and Believe me, they are still there. I am so, so glad that you left. And now you get to work and study the way you truly want it, something that you really enjoy. What I wish you knew then is that you were enough this whole time. You wasted so much time feeling like you weren't cut out for grad school because of that experience. It was so hard to see friends finish your degree at Illinois, especially. You felt like you were weak and that time was wasted because that simply just wasn't the place for you. That wasn't the department for Alante and that is okay. Also, you might still be there working on that same degree. Like you would have missed out on all the fun of your 20s and still come out your program the same age you are now and likely with more debt and probably a less fun person and a little bit more naive. So I am thankful that we took that break and left that space Um, because the mid to late 20s as a young professional were some great times. Okay. You discovered that you're a social entrepreneur. You started to go to therapy. You got to spend time with Papa in Detroit, time that you didn't know at 23 or even at 25. It was going to be such an important and precious time. You got a taste of life beyond academia and being a student, which I think now gives you the motivation to get done with this degree ASAP so we can get back to making money and having a life. You've created your own path and I'm freaking proud and you've given so much attention to your professional and public life, which has been great. And also, I'm really proud of you for the work you've done on yourself. When you were starting grad school, internally, you were a hot mess. You tried different distractions to keep you from feeling your feelings. You did The same up until about 2016, 2017, when you went to therapy to get yourself together for a dude. That was the worst reason ever, but the best thing to do (laughs) and the best thing that we've done so far for ourselves. Even though that reason was so trash, I'm going to drag you again for that. (laughs) The outcome has been the highlight of coming into the 30s. So I guess technically thank you, but what I wish you knew is that you on your own were worth that work without anybody. And funny thing is you ain't even end up with dude at all. You don't even deal with him. Nevertheless, back to school. I wish you knew. I also wish you knew it was okay to ask questions. It's okay to get help. It's okay to admit you don't know something because I wish we were better at this. Um, so much time that I spend now and have spent in the past has been just trying to figure things out on my own. And now that I'm finally practicing asking questions and being okay with look, 
with quote looking dumb and admitting that flaw it's kind of weird and uncomfortable and I'm grown now I wish we asked more questions through college I wished we asked more questions in the master's program and so now there just wouldn't be so much shame around what I don't know Lastly, the life lesson I wish you had back then and understood was the power of consistency. At that point, we had been talking to Papa every Friday for five years. And we knew right then the power of that consistency. And I really sometimes wonder what we could have built or what I, what you could have built in eight years. Hell, even the last five years, if we just picked one thing and stuck it out. But alas, that lesson came when it was supposed to. And there's plenty of growth that can take place now. Also, you could have gone a little bit harder than you did, but you didn't have to focus. You were always spread too thin doing too much. Lessons learned now, but man, I wish you knew it then. (laughs) But thank you for getting me to this point. Thank you for your courage to do life a little differently. And I think it's really paid off and going to continue to do so. Love abounds, Alante. Calling all graduate students, you're invited to the third annual Grad School Success Summit. I created this virtual summit in 2018 for incoming graduate students from all disciplines. The goal is to equip those traditionally underrepresented at the graduate level with the tools to transition smoothly to graduate school from undergrad, the workforce, or another graduate program. This three-day virtual experience is taking place May 18th through 20th, 2020, with workshops led by current graduate students, wellness experts, career development professionals, and more. Each workshop is selected to help you flourish holistically. So in your finances, in your classes, your research, your mental and physical health, which are all important for you succeeding in graduate school. The Grad School Success Summit focuses on issues related to navigating the early stages of the graduate school journey, but I think there's something here for everyone. You can register for free and learn more information at gradschoolsummit.com. Excited to see you there. So that is the letter to my younger self, what I wish she knew um, now that I am feeling very, very, very grown. Um, And it was really fun to write this. And also, I know that I'm in a different place because let me tell you, all I was good for a good old drag and telling myself why I was trash then and now. (laughs) Um, But I feel like I have definitely, even reading this, I know that I have done a lot of work to like also accept a lot of things that just were and have been in the past and now. So if you are interested in writing yourself a letter, I have a couple tips for you. So writing a letter to yourself. Now, this is a practice I actually use in my journaling. Um, I've shared before like that I really am a diehard journaler. It's really helped me in my personal development. And what I love about this particular format is I feel like I can address a lot. And honestly, I write letters to a lot of people. I write letters to my mother, to old jaunts, to my father, grandfather, like whoever I, whoever I need to. It just, it, to me, it's very cathartic. 
um, even this letter was cathartic. Of course, you know, I know y'all are going to hear it. So it had a different flair to it than usual. I mean, because it's in the public space. It's like a mixed company <laughs> kind of letter. But if you're going to be writing to yourself and no one else is going to see it, um, there are a couple things that you can do and consider um, when writing. So I found a cool blog post from Goldcast that I'll include in the show notes um, that just has some great tips on how to write your own letter. And so the um, author is Kayla Matthews. So she wrote a letter to herself and some of the things she said was like, it, there's no like right or wrong way to write a letter to yourself, especially to your younger self. You could write a letter to like on a particular topic. Maybe you want to address decisions that you made. Maybe you want to address a particular thing you're proud of for your, of, or you just want to like do an overarching kind of sweep of life and just kind of talking it out. Or you might not have a goal at all. You might sit down and start writing and just see what comes up to which I think is always a fun and beautiful thing. That's kind of how I sat down to write, but I had like, again, an age in mind um, to help me because I've also written to my younger, younger self, like 14 year old self. Um, And even I tried to do the kid thing, but that's an area that I'm working on. (laughs) But that is like, kind of like, I guess the point I'm making is like, if you're going to write a letter to yourself, specifically like a letter to your younger self, what you wish you knew kind of format, you could just kind of think of that. Like, what do you wish you knew? What do you wish you could have told her? Not necessarily or her or him okay, about your future, but like the thought process, what I, you know, what I wish you knew or the mindset I wish you had or the lesson I wish you had earlier, kind of like that format, I feel like was really, really cool. And like I said, cathartic. And really the point is being honest with yourself because no one's going to read it. So you don't have to lie. You know, you ain't got a lot of kick it with yourself. And I think that is really cool. Something that I have done in the last year, um, this is kind of like just in the letter writing to self, not necessarily to my younger self, but just writing letters is actually like writing apologies. So every now and then I make a decision that I am not happy with. And what I tradition historically would do is just be extremely critical on self, beat myself up, never forgive myself because I felt like if I forgive myself, that means that... Um, I'm going to make the mistake again and so I can never forget it and I have to just hold it over my head forever ridiculously all you would I don't even like I held on to the most minute thing one thing that I like I'll, I'll give you a silly example one thing that I like still to this day will never forget <laughs> it's so dumb I was a freshman I was out with like upperclassmen and this girl said that her area code was 919. And I said that her area code was the root of mine, which is 313. Number one, that's wrong. Number two, wow, what an effing nerd, right? But I was like 18, hanging out with like, I don't know, 20, 21 year olds. So I was just trying to like fit in. And I was a. Like, <laughs> I was just a dumb kid, you know, like it's really not that big of a deal. And to this day, it's on my mind. (laughs) It's terrible. So just to give you an example of something that I will hold on to. And so for bigger things, 
I've taken the time to like say, you know, Alante, I'm sorry that this, this, that I made this decision. I made it because da 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 da. Here's how I won't make it this, this mistake again in this way. Um, and just know that like I recognized where I failed in that decision and how it didn't serve my full self. And then I, again, it's, I hope I don't sound crazy telling y'all this, but then I write to myself again and acceptance of that apology like hey Alante thanks for the apology I get where you're coming from you know and yes it made me feel blah 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 I accept your apology I don't even I don't know why but it has really worked for me it's really worked for me um and I feel like has helped me to just be like more chill when I do make mistakes because I guess I know I can literally go and apologize to myself and I have a place to like see it and also I kind of for me again I recognize I'm a stickler for apologies and so I kind of felt like why do I always put so much pressure on other people to apologize I never even apologized to myself that came up in therapy and then this is how that habit started so really just strategies for self-care and you know I know a lot of people are saying right now is the perfect time to self-reflect and do this and do that um if you're moved to do it if you aren't it's okay too you know don't feel pressure to do anything but I would say I feel like this is a fun activity that you can try it's not gonna it doesn't have to you know you have to dig into every traumatic moment of your life you can just talk about what you loved or fun memories or things that make you laugh or how you why you think you're funny or funny things that you've done growing up um there's a lot of different ways that you can kind of like write to yourself and I hope that you do and if you do let me know you don't gotta tell me what you said but let me know if you enjoyed that as an idea and if you tried it and let me know what you might have found out about yourself or something I don't know but um, thank you for listening. We're going to kind of get back onto the school topics next week. Last week, thank you for everyone who showed up at the live. We had a three slide challenge. That was lots of fun. And we have one more live series, um, which honestly, this episode absolutely sets the tone for. It's called What I Wish I Knew. Um, and it's so it's going to include students who are now moving forward in their program. So if they were a first year, they're like about to start their second year and they're sharing what they wish they knew as a first year PhD student or a grad student, you know, second year master's student, PhD student, third year, fourth year, fifth year, you know, ABD about to defend. We're going to have a really awesome panel. It's going to be lots of fun and we're going to be sharing, you know, what we wish we knew like I just did, but all about grad school stuff. So a little bit lighter than what we talked about today. So thanks for listening, y'all. I will talk to you next week. And remember, grad school stuff, but you're tougher. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Black and in Grad School. For more content to help you on your grad school journey, check out blackandgradschool.com. That's B-L-K-I-N gradschool.com.
Love this episode? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Until next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.